Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tonight, Michael Brown joins me here. This is the former FEMA director. Talk show host, Michael Brown. Brownie! Now. Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Michael Brown goes inside with another CEO. It's the CEO Spotlight on 630 KHOW. Hey, welcome back to the uh, situation with Michael Brown. This is CEO Spotlight, and I have two wonderful individuals in the studio with me, Dr. Julie and Dr. Tim from Cynogenics. Denver. If you want to go online right now and start uh, watching or start following along with what we're doing, get online right now to denver.cynogenics.com. And by the way, Cynogenics is spelled, for, for all of you who are graduates of public education, Cynogenics is spelled C-E-N-E, G-E-N-I-C-S. So denver.cynogenics.com. Dr. Julie, how long has it been since you've been in the studio? How many years? I, I believe it has been 14 wow. years. Welcome it, back. No, I could be wrong. Maybe 12 okay. years. But a decade. All back to that certain yeah. fateful day. Yeah. Well, welcome back. It's so Thank good you. to see it's you, too. It's to be here. Well, I'm telling you, life down in Southwest Colorado is treating you well. It's lovely. Cynogenics is obviously treating you well, too. Yes, it is. Good grief. Yeah. Dr. Tim, welcome. Thank you. Good to see you. Always. <laughs> Dr. Tim is my doctor at Cynogenics because Dr. Julie decided to run off somewhere, so she stuck me with Dr. Wall. And there was a whole conversation as we were all sitting together as a team one day talking about the sponsorship, about you were going to put me with one doctor, and then you and I started talking, and, and all of a sudden you turned to Michelle or somebody and said, you know what, I think we ought to put Mike with Dr. Tim. Yes. Because, well, I think we're both just, well, we think alike, we act alike, we're both, well, we both act like kids. And you know what? That's... Cynogenics actually makes you feel like a kid. I agree. I, I've told you before that I was with another doctor that does anti-aging, generally mm-hmm. speaking. And when I, when I was asked to come and talk to you guys <clears throat> beforehand, I'm, I kind of remember Cynogenics. But I started studying about it before I came to, to meet with you guys. And I realized that if if you sponsored the program and I started going through it, I was going from what I consider to be, now my philosophy, philosophy has always been that I want to live well as long as I can. And living well is the important part of that. I, if, if I'm not going to live well, then you know what, what's life worth living? Right. And I was on kind of a, plateau a maintenance but what cynogenics i think is doing is taking me to that next level fantastic and what's happened unbeknownst to any uh, well the audience kind of knows it but we didn't know it was going to happen to me and that was i start the program and then i develop this as dr as dr tim knows i get this little thing on my uh, on my L3, L4, mm-hmm. which required a laminectomy. Mm-hmm. And I was in horrific pain for mm-hmm. two months. Mm-hmm. 
And then I go through the surgery and then I, then I had to recover from the surgery, mm -hmm. but I stuck with the program Yes, and I did everything that I could. I couldn't do the kind of exercise that I needed to do and that you were recommending, but I tried to do some of it. Right. So even at that minimal involvement, I dreaded going in for my first follow-up thinking I had actually gone backwards. And you yeah. hadn't. And you I did didn't. not. I you hadn't progressed forward. as much as you wanted, no, but right. you still moved in the right but I direction. I moved in the right direction. That's, 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 that's what was so wonderful to me was I got even up a little more than I expected to go backwards, and to your point, I went forward. Well, yeah. we, we so often have patients. It's, it's life, right? So things happen, and you need surgery, and I, we're really involved with our patients, especially through those times, because I want to see you not lose muscle mass. I want to stimulate healing more rapidly than you would if you didn't have the tools Absolutely right. at your disposal. So there are a lot of things, a lot of times I'll increase the doses of certain things, or I'll add in some peptides that improve bone healing or cartilage healing or something, depending upon what the surgery is. And I'll just keep pushing, pushing, pushing so that you don't go backwards. Right. So that even if you're off your feet for six weeks, yes. you still gain or maintain muscle. You still right. get leaner instead of gaining 12 pounds of right. fat or something yes. like that. Yes. It can be done. You just have to work a little harder during those times from a biochemistry standpoint. Right. And when I, and you know, so on the website, you talk, your, your tagline is aging is inevitable, but how you age is not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so key because that's, that's my philosophy. And what you guys are doing is you're putting me on this path where, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your, your pants or your skirt or whatever, whatever you're wearing, Dr. Julie. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your skirt, whatever. <laughs> but I do want you to know this. It is a discernible difference in how I feel since I started this program. Now, I know it's, it's the, the different medications. I know it's the testosterone. I know it's the, the B12. You know, you started me on the B12 shot. Yeah. I can absolutely, what's it been? Maybe three weeks? About, yeah. Yeah. I can already tell the difference. Yeah, of course you can. Right. Well, of course. <laughs> listen to that. Well, of course you can. Naturally. It's surprising to me because I didn't, I don't, I always try to lower my expectations. So I'm, I'm happier that way. Well, that's way. fine. Promise low, deliver yeah, high. exactly. <laughs> so I, I'm the kind of patient that says, okay, Dr. Tim says, this is really going to change things. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. And then I do it, and it's like, holy cow, it really did. And I think what's fascinating is, so I want all the listeners to know is, you start out on, you, you go through the, the scans, you go through all the mental acuity tests, you do all of that, which, by the way, really scared me to death that mental acuity thing actually scared me to death. And you you get this baseline and then you start gradually improving and it is a discernible difference as you go through the program. Right. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody to know that. And it's not, this is not voodoo, it's not magic, this is science-based medicine that actually changes the way you age and the way your body does things. Right. So, and... At the beginning, when we're working with patients, we're going to use like the most important things first. So the most foundational things first, get those awesome. And then over time, as you get better and better, as, as your workouts are more and more finessed, as your food choices are more and more finessed, really you sort of graduate up to the next level. And we keep tweaking things as you're ready for them 
to keep pushing you along. And certainly you keep getting older and um, it's a biologic system. So mm-hmm. things change with the seasons or with the years. However, we're on top of it with quarterly lab work and often more often than that, uh, bodily testing so that we are always on top of the changes that are happening in your body so that we can react nimbly yes. and keep pushing things in the right direction. Right. You so, know, the, the big distinction, and when I'm sitting in the office, this is when I point out the window and say, out there. And, 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 he, does, and he literally does You, you that. saw me do that. <laughs> yeah, okay? I know you do and, that. And then I say, and I was right. a neurosurgeon for 35 years. Right. So yeah, I was out there too. Yep. But in the out there world, it's not healthcare. It's sickness treatment. It's wait until you're full on sick, and now we will reactively try -hmm. to do something. Mm -hmm. I mean, God bless the firefighters. They're the the Mm -hmm. most wonderful people on earth. But the way to save your house from burning down (laughs) is not to wait until it catches fire and then call the fire department. Our attitude is what if we did the preemptive things to keep the house from catching fire in the first place? So we really do practice health care. We take an attitude of saying, what if we got you really healthy? What if we kept you really healthy and kept you really healthy for a long time? What is the side effect of being really healthy? Well, let's see. You don't have the premature heart attack. You don't have the premature stroke. You don't come down with Alzheimer's disease. You don't get cancer. So much of what ends people's lives prematurely is in no small part self-inflicted And the disease treatment world treats illnesses like it's an angry Old Testament God who just strikes you with something. And they never say, maybe your crappy lifestyle for the last 30 years (laughs) had something to do with why you need a knee replacement. It's Mm -hmm. just, oh, yeah, your knee's bad. Right. I wish I had brought the the records in with me. And next time you're on air, we're going to do that. Because I think next time we're on air, you're going to do, Dr. Wall, you're going to do my you know, my quarterly, whatever, sure. uh, consult. We're going to do that on air. Fine. That'll be great. Because what happened in the last consult, you went through my blood work and you pointed out, okay, this is, this is normal, but this isn't good enough. Right. And w- that really hit me that I'm looking, because I, I read them when they come in, right? Because I've been reading my blood good. work for years. Yeah. So I read them and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad that's normal. I sit down with Dr. Wall and he's like, yeah, this is normal, but you know what? That's not good enough for the following like X number of reasons. Right. And you did that like with my cholesterol, which my cholesterol numbers are good, but for you, they're not good enough. Or I think your A1C, the hemoglobin A1C, which I arguably is the most important number on all those pages of labs. It's how much much sugar is sticking to the proteins in your body. Okay. That's called glycation. Right. Glycation causes your proteins to age. Well, what are your proteins? Your proteins are not only structural, but also functional, like yeah. enzymes right. that cause different things to happen in your body. So as people gum up their proteins over time, you get an accumulation of these glycation end products that causes you to prematurely age. Yep. So I I can't remember what your number was, but it was higher than perfection. I'm and, five four, I think. Yeah, and Doctor, I, I, it's five four. Doctor Watt and I don't we're not satisfied unless unless it is puts you in the absolute lowest risk for future disease. Right. So an A one C of six point or five point four still correlates with a higher incidence of heart disease. Yes. Well, we don't want you to have heart disease or dementia. Right. 
So it has to be at or below a 5.1, period. We're going to be intolerant of anything else because we know what the literature says. So out there, uh, doctors will go, oh, a 5.7 is fine. No, it's not because (laughs) by the time your glycation is up to a 5.7, you are laying down plaque like there's no one's business yeah. basically it, what they say is you're not diabetic comma yet yet come right, back yeah, when yeah, you yeah, are yeah, because right. they're not going to treat you until right. congratulations you're diabetic right so let's talk about my 5.4 because i know where part of my 5.4 comes from which is my diet yeah and, and, uh, yeah. and, and, and i shut up a minute <laughs> just shut up a minute and i know you, you've got me so attuned that I know when I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. Now, that will, that will more often than not cause me to change what I'm doing in that moment. I still slide. We're all human. So I crave that crumble cookie occasionally. And I grab that. And I know I'm doing that. But here's the difference with Cenogenics. You teach me, and I think that's the key, you teach me you don't lecture me. You teach me that this is, this might be a bad choice. You know that I'm going to do that occasionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over here on the treatment side, you give me the kind of medications, knowing that I'm a human being, and then I'm going to slide occasionally. Right. So the medications that you give me help counter when I slide and I Absolutely. mess up. And I think that's something that, at least in my experience with doctors throughout my entire life, they don't do. They just lecture you about, you know, okay, to your point, 5.7 is good. To your point, no, 5.7 is bad. 5.4 is you bad. still think is bad. You want me to get down below 5. You, you know, At or below a 5.1. Yeah, on or below a 5.1. But you know that I'm going to have to work my way there, mm-hmm. and you teach me how to do that, plus you give me the medications to help me get there. Right. And I think that's a key. That's the holistic way you do medicine. Yeah. Well, and think of... Think about it this way, and then I'll give you an example. I I want you to enjoy your life, and I want to um, govern things so that you can, I'll allow you as much debauchery as physiologically won't be harmful for you. And over time, we have to figure out what that is. Last night, um, my husband and I and Dr. Watt, we were out with some of our patients who are delightful, and my patients chose not to share a dessert, but we chose to share a dessert because she my A1C, I she did not. You, you right. said, what about the crepe Suzette? Have you ever had that? I said, no. And, um, <laughs> but my A1C is 4.8. Your A1C is 5.1. And so we've got the A1C bandwidth to allow us a few bites of a dessert. Um, and that's fun. So but we didn't not... take another one home for breakfast this right. morning. Yeah, exactly. And, right. right. <laughs> so just saying that, you know, you can certainly enjoy things like that, especially the healthier you get, the more margin for error you right. have. Right. And you can you can make those enjoyable choices here and there, but it doesn't become a daily habit. Right. Your daily habit is healthful. Yes. Yeah. And something you alluded to already when you said you're feeling better. You know, I talked about not dying prematurely. Right. Well, it's not just that people die prematurely unnecessarily, which they do. Yes. How many people are technically still alive, but they're no longer living? Living. Because they sit around with their aches 
and their pains, right. and I can't go up the stairs, and I can't play with the grandkids, and I can't go golf, and I'm standing in the kitchen, and I know I came in here for a reason, but I have no stinking clue what that reason is, mm-hmm. okay? That's not something you have to put up with. And in the sickness treatment world, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that your health is going to deteriorate. And when you go in and tell your real-world doctor, I'm tired and my muscles are sore, he goes, yeah, well, you're over 50. Suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's and, the choice you want to make, fine. But, I'm but thank here, you, no. But the reason I want you in here today is I want people to know that, that you have another choice. And the other choice is to feel good as you age. And that's what I am experiencing. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when I come, when I first came in and I went through all the battery of tests and you know, we did all the blood work and did all of that and we established a baseline, I can tell you unequivocally that over that past six months or whatever it's been, that there is a discernible difference in how I feel on a daily basis. Right. And, and I think, I don't think, I know that's because I'm trying to, as best I can, I'm not perfect, but as best I can to follow everything that you're telling me. Doc, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. I can get away with this because the wife is in South Dakota right now, so she's probably not hearing us. We were at a lovely restaurant in town a couple of months ago, and we had a nice dinner. We got up, we got in the car, and as we're getting in the car, she looks at me and says, did you notice how everybody was staring at us when we stood up? She's a looker. I said, honey, right. people always stare at you. And she said, no, I think it was because we were the only people under 50 in the restaurant. <laughs> and I just looked at her and I said, did you hear what just came out of your mouth? Because we're both in our 60s, yeah. <laughs> but without thinking about it, yeah. without counting on her fingers, yes. we're the ones that are under 50, except no, we're not. I can vaguely remember 50, but I- that's the way she feels and that's what i'm after is that if you had your eyes closed yes. and somebody said how old are you you'd go uh 27 30 mm-hmm. right. right yeah so i have you know you have you, you gave me the scale that you know measures everything other things besides weight and in in that you it all it will show you your i i guess is it your my i have my chronological age and then it shows a different age. And the different age is like 12 to 15 years your, younger than what I am. Your biologic age, but loosely, yeah. not. No, I, 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 I know. We've got but that th- other but, but test. To me, but to me, that's yeah. an indication. Isn't that fun? That, yeah, it's an indication that yeah. we're on the right path. Right. So we're, we're on the path so that hopefully sometime in my future, I'll stand up at a restaurant where yes. somebody will say to me, oh gosh, you must be like, you know, 50 years old. And it's like, mm, yeah, oh, yeah, I am mentally. <laughs> no, you are biologically. And so that that next test Dr. Watt's going to do on you is going to show you your actual biologic age. Okay. It's really when fun. We, when we get back, let's walk through what happens with a new patient. You want to do that? Yes, sure. We'll be right back. We're talking to Dr. Watt, Dr. Kim, as I call him, and Dr. Julie from Cynogenics. Go to denver.synergenics.com. Be right back. Hey, welcome to CEO Spotlight on the Situation with Michael Brown. We have uh, two great physicians in the studio with me. 
I just refer to him as Dr. Julian, Dr. Kelly, Dr. Dr. Tim. I've been called again. worse. Well, I just again, I was thinking there was a name Kelly here. Uh, Dr. Dr. Tim and Dr. Julie from uh, Cinegenics, denver.cinegenics.com. Quickly, either one of you, both of you, uh, somebody calls and they want to come in and they sign up. What's the what kind of what's the process? What what happens here? Hello, I've I, I've called. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, Michelle. I, I, no, I've called. <laughs> no, I have called seven two zero three eight seven thirty six eighty one. Michelle or Natalie will answer the phone, and you'll say, "Well, I heard about you on Michael Brown's show. Tell me a little bit more about." what you do so michelle goes over in detail our our program of evaluation you get your blood drawn once you you sign up for an evaluation paula comes and draws your blood at your house we do your baseline labs which i love paula will meet you anywhere yes she will (laughs) meanwhile you'll be sent a a new patient intake forms that are really quite long but it really helps dr what and I to prepare, um, really prepare for you and have some great ideas ready for you when you're in. Um, and then we work towards your evaluation day, which might be three or four weeks later. We want to leave plenty of time for the blood work to be analyzed by our right. reference laboratory so that we've got the results for you when you're mm-hmm. in the office. And then when you come in on that evaluation day, it's about a seven hour day. Now, I'm a bit more chatty, so if you're with me, it's more like a seven-hour day. If you're with Tim, it might be more like a five-hour day, but I'm Unless you're like me with Tim, and then it turns into like a 12-hour day. We're going to talk about religion and (laughs) politics. We're going to stray way beyond medicine because I think it's all relevant. And so we'll start with your, your measurements. So vital signs, bone density, body composition, measurement on a bone density machine, which tells me exactly how much muscle you have, exactly how much fat you have, how it's organized on your body so that we understand what we need to do to start chopping it away. And I don't gloss over that. Okay. And how it is organized in your body. Right. I think that's something people gloss over. Well, there are a lot of people who don't weigh all that much, but you know, they might be 35% body fat. Well, that's has negative health consequences. The one of the biggest predictors of the quality of your health as you age is how much muscle you have. It is the normal trajectory to lose muscle as you get older. So the older you get, the harder you have to work to keep your muscle. If you're strong, you will not end up slipping, falling, breaking a hip and ending up in the nursing home (laughs) with a drool cup around your neck, right? That's our goal. So one of my most important things to accomplish is to get you to have enough muscle, good quality muscle. Then I'm going to look at your arteries with ultrasound. We're going to Mm -hmm. see if you've got thickening in the lining of your arteries or plaque or something like that. Then we're going to take you, Matt is going to take you to the exercise room and put you on a stationary bike. He's going to put you through the torture chambers, what he's going to do. I know. It's my (laughs) least favorite part as well, because we don't like to push our heart rates up into the 170s to really get the let blood me say flowing. Why, let me tell the audience why it's a torture chamber. <laughs> I had not had my back surgery yet. I was still in excruciating pain and he still put me through the torture chamber. Because we've got 
put you on a stationary bike, which is not going to hurt your, your back. And if you whine, we're probably going to say, suck it up. We're not going to damage you. If I had you on a treadmill, if I was exercising you, uh, to your peak heart rate on yep. a treadmill, that's gonna that might hurt your knees or your hips or your back. That's right. why we use a stationary bicycle right. to do that. And we hook you up with a mask to a computer and put you um, really past your anaerobic threshold to see how I well your heart challenge. and lungs work together to yes. extract oxygen from the atmosphere to power your muscles. It tells us so much. It tells us way more than a simple stress test. Yes. Um, and also we're measuring your strength and your flexibility and your balance. Well, then we let you rest and we start measuring your brain. Yes. And so we do some computer-based uh, cognitive function tests and then we do an, a portable EEG. Yep. So we put the, the lovely little cap on with 24 electrodes across your scalp and with that, we directly measure brain voltage mm -hmm. and brain speed. Right. It's critically important. What am I doing if I'm making your body healthy, but I'm not paying attention to your brain? Yeah. And dementia can be prevented. So you've got to be aggressive to prevent dementia, mitigate its future effects. And we are very attentive to that. If you don't measure it, you don't know what's right. happening. Right. Then you get a rest and you get some counseling about, well, well it, what is wrong with the breakfast that you're eating? What's mm -hmm. wrong with that oatmeal? And maybe what could some other choices yes. be? So we try to teach you how to make the choices that are going to help all of your numbers get into a mm -hmm. healthier place. Um, and then you get to spend time with either me or Dr. Watt and go over all your lab tests, all your physical testing, and then come up with your plan of attack. Then we'll kind of recap it and Michelle will recap it again and then we'll send you on your way. Meanwhile, Dr. Water I will summarize all of our discussion in an email to you um, and then we'll get ready for your next body scan in a month, your next lab work in six weeks, then eventually working on to quarterly lab mm -hmm. work and periodic body composition yep. testing so that we can keep nudging you in the right direction. Yep. Once I get you in a really great place, we might not body scan you as often, but yeah, that's we're we're just gonna keep on you. Yeah. A lot of accountability. We have an off-site nutrition exercise guy as well to be involved with you if you need this on organizing the right exercise program. And he has a really great um app kind of thing that yes. he uses so that he can even send you particular exercises, put them on a calendar, go, this is your Monday workout. This is your Thursday, your Tuesday workout. Wednesday, you get off. Here's your Thursday workout. Here's your Friday workout. And he can adjust it over time or periodize your mm -hmm. workout over time to keep pushing your muscle mass and your strength. The, the, the general takeaway from all of that is it's everything, mind, body, everything, all tied together. Mm -hmm. And it is a periodic review and evaluation to see whether you're, you're going in the right direction or not. It that's, takes a long exactly time to change. Do. It takes time to change our habits. It takes time to get healthy. We're organic systems. You're not going to lose weight overnight, but man, I'm going to push you as quickly as I as sure. I absolutely can right. to feel as good as you can. As but quickly you're going to you give can. people the, here's what I find fascinating, but you give people the tools. So it's not like a doctor just saying, hey, you're 20 pounds overweight, you need to lose weight. I know. You know, you actually explain, here's how you can well, do right. that. right, because if a doctor tells you, well, you need to lose weight, well, how? Right. How? And right. what's causing that weight gain 
at the beginning, well, it might not be caloric excess. It might be that you have inherited carb sensitivity. And whenever you look at a picture of a cupcake, your insulin turns on. Well, insulin happens to be your fat storage hormone. Well, so you need to understand that and understand the triggers that push insulin secretion. And then once they teach you those triggers, Boom. then you become self-conscious of those triggers. Yes. And you know when you are when you are pulling the wrong trigger, yes. because I find myself doing that all the time. Well, and you can start to feel it. Yes. Right? Yes, you can start to feel it, but you right. also mentally understand yes. that I'm doing that. For example, now I want to get to my blood work. I'm going to... I'm just going to give everybody a heads up right now that I might keep you a little bit longer than we had planned, all right? Because I want to get to my blood work. But I want to talk about, on air, something that I just confessed to you. And that is, you pointed, Dr. Wall, you pointed out at my initial consultation that I was, I think you used the word chronic, that I was chronically dehydrated. Yes. Now, I suck down a lot of water, but I confess to you that every morning... He's putting the poison to his lips right now. Somebody stop that, him. That I drink a Diet Coke, and usually only one a day, but I drink a Diet Coke every morning, and then the rest of the day, it is like sugar-free Propel, mm-hmm. that Propel's water, fine. or it is it is Pellegrino, mm-hmm. or it is bubbly. I mean, I, yeah. my re- garage refrigerator is full of nothing but sparkling kinds of water. Yes. But I drink the Diet Coke every morning because the carbonation... Mm-hmm. And probably a little bit truthful, the caffeine is really important for me when I walk in here every morning about 5.15. Yeah. And I told you that, mm-hmm. and I've never seen, you, you look like my wife with the lightning bolts coming out of your eyes. Like Medusa for Medusa, a like I, I wanted to crawl <laughs> into the console and hide. All right, now tell me why. All right. Aspartame is the sweetener in Diet Coke. Not only is aspartame sweeter than sugar, therefore causing more insulin secretion. So it does cause an insulin secretion. Absolutely more than that equivalent amount of sugar, but it is directly toxic to the kidneys. So there's a triad. And I learned this in my early 30s by making the same mistake. I used to have a Diet Pepsi every day until I learned it was killing my kidneys. Well, I, you know, who wants to be on dialysis? Hello. And so, so the triad of aspartame, dehydration, and for me, I was taking an occasional ibuprofen, which means like for me at that time, I was taking maybe 10 over-the-counter 200 milligram ibuprofens a month for some orthopedic pain. And that triad is extremely toxic to the kidneys. It can cause them to scar down. And I'll tell you, life without functioning kidneys really stinks. Yeah. Aspartame yeah. also promotes dementia. So the the nice news is you won't remember I, why it is that you can't remember God, why I you hate, shouldn't I, be drinking it. I, hate, I just hate both of you. I just I, I despise both uh, of you completely. Spoken like a neurosurgeon. <laughs> I love it. So well, it also predisposes to seizures. Uh, the, the Navy really doesn't like their aviators drinking that stuff because when you crash a $60 million airplane, there's a lot of paperwork. Okay, so... So if, arsenic, okay. So why would you just... Oh, you know, it's just a little bit of arsenic. So I'm just going to have a little bit of arsenic in my body every day. Okay, now in all fairness, I confess that we shared a little bit of a dessert last night. So you, it would be fine for you to go back and 
say to me, well, sugar is harmful. So why would you allow a little bit of sugar in your body? And I would say, touche, you're absolutely right. I don't do it every day. Yeah. Right. And it would and be better A1C, if I never did it. And your A1C is what? And my A1C is 4.8. But aspartame, there is no way I would go near that stuff. That's just crazy. So this means I have, the other habit that I have to change then is my morning routine because not only is it the the bubbly on my throat while mm-hmm. I'm talking for four hours, right. it's also the coldness. It's it's the mm-hmm. temperature on my throat yeah. too. Uh-huh. So now I I've get got that. to change, now I have to change my morning routine to yes. substitute that for something else that is equivalent in terms of bubbly and coldness. We can do bubbly and cold, but here's the challenge, and I did this to myself. I changed to Pellegrino when I saw that my my creatinine was rising because of my once a day diet Pepsi. And then I went to a nephrologist, I got my kidneys scanned, and she goes, man, these are scarring up. These are scarring down. And I said, will they ever improve? And she said, no, but at least you can help them not get worse. I must say, then I went to Cenogenics. That's more than, well, that's more than 20 years ago. And um, my kidneys are back and completely normal. They look normal on ultrasound. My kidney function is perfect. So you can heal things that are damaged in your body by doing the right things. Okay. I have to take a break here. When we get back, uh, here's where we're going to go. I'm going to start on my blood work. And then if you have time, and I'm just going to give the audience a, a heads up and give my producer a heads up. If you have time, I'd like to hold you over into the next hour for maybe a segment and we'll push our taxpayer relief shots off for a segment because I really do. Um, I know the audience right now. Well, let me, let me take a break and I'll come back and tell you what the audience is thinking right now. I'll be, we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the uh, CEO Spotlight. We've got Dr. Julian, Dr. Uh, Tim, Dr. Watt, as my producer keeps pointing out, Dr. Tim, as I call him, and Dr. Julie, and they're from Cinegenics, denver.cinegenics.com. We're, we're kind of running out of time for this break because we all yak too much. And so I'm going to hold you over, and we're, we're going to push what we do in the next segment later on because it's rare that you get to come in here and talk to me, and so I, I really want to do this. And I want to go over, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously waving HIPAA, because I'm the patient and I want to right. talk about my records. So we, we, all of you have in front of me, you've got all of my blood work and everything else. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through this <laughs> and on air <laughs> and you're going to rip me a new one. No, no, you're gonna, no, no. You're going to tell me where I'm doing well and where I'm a complete utter failure and abject failure. And we're going to, um, let's see, I need to sip oh, a Diet Coke here. Well, too. The good news mm. is... All right, Diet Coke is so good. (laughs) Take that away from you. Um, Ways and I can't reach it. I have to retract and you're not an abject failure part. So you were seeing another physician, and I want to just make this caveat first because I already kind of took a cheap shot at the sickness treatment doctors, okay? No physician in town gets up and says, today I think I'll do some bad medicine. Right. Okay? But you do what you're taught. Right. And, and you work within the paradigm, the framework yes. that you have. Yes. So we look at things from a different framework right. from, okay, you're, congratulations, you're not diabetic, but, but not good enough. So again, you had somebody 
that was kind of a middle ground. Yeah. He, he wasn't d- treating you as the wait till you're full on sick and we'll right. do something. Right. But in terms of what standards we were going to hold you to, uh, you were getting cut some slack. Yeah. Uh, which sounds nice, except when you realize what we're talking about is you were being allowed to continue to do things that were detrimental to your health. Right. Okay. Right. So when we look at the, your initial blood work, the very first numbers are your sugar panel. And your your glucose, your serum blood sugar was normal. And your insulin was normal. Now, those See, those I, are short-term no, numbers. I, I, don't, so I wanted to say We, we no. only have 18 seconds here. So I just I want to stop this segment with my glucose and my, eight, and uh, what was it? Insulin was normal. No, that I don't morning. want to but, say that. But there's a but. And we're going to talk yes. about the but in the next hour with denver.synogenics.com.